Uno, dos, tres. Como ye boys. <laughs> I know that's not right. Yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> what is up, everybody? This is John Calvin Chance. And my name is Trey. And you are on the Steadfast Devotion Podcast. Yeah. Where we talk about awkward stories in the ministry. How do we stay devoted towards God? God um, just have fun. Let's have fun. If, if you can tell right now, um, Trey's voice is sounds <laughs> horrible. Wow, bro. That's rude. <laughs> oh, man. No, man. And then mine is not that great. But it's because we've had a phenomenal week at senior camp. Oh, dude. Absolutely incredible. And uh, I think. <laughs> made me feel insecure. Oh, my bad. <clears throat> I'm sorry. <laughs> We can restart if you want. No, it's good. Okay, it's good. sorry. No, dude, his, he's, he's been on fire. <laughs> oh, God. We just we just <laughs> had a good boot this season. We did, man. And uh, we came out of Kansas Senior Camp yes. this past week, and this episode's uh, coming out the week after Senior Camp. Yeah. And uh, just what we're going to do today um, is a recap over mm. Senior Camp. Yeah. Because, uh, man, one sentence can't just explain everything i I, I, one word can indescribable fire (laughs) (laughs) but we want to just like just go through what we what we what we uh learned and experiences yeah man conversations with campers yeah dude uh questions that were asked oh my goodness Um, i don't even want to bring up the questions that were asked to me anyway (laughs) before before we do all that it'd be greatly appreciated if you liked and reviewed our podcast yes on, sir on apple podcast and if you would subscribe to us on the apple podcast not only that but check us out on spotify google Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast yeah, wherever you get it not only that but please check out our friends at the search for truth podcast with, with brother, brother dusty, dusty young. young yeah um, this is that podcast oh, with yeah, brother oscar aglano dude okay let's let me put a side note that podcast man it's I've, been awesome. It's been amazing. I've binge watched every episode. Yeah, right now. it's they been have, amazing. They have great content, and not only that, the last but not least, the Uplift Podcast with brother Nathan Beeler. Man, we have some awesome podcasts for you guys, and we want to make sure that we push apostolic voices. Yes. Um. So, I mean, that was quick. So let's jump in. Let's jump right, in right into now. senior camp recap. Yeah. So, uh, first night of camp, man. Um. We've been actually just like expecting something great to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, absolutely. I know. Uh, what week or is it the Sunday? Uh, right before uh camp, mm-hmm. we had phenomenal service here in Wichita. Yeah, we did. And uh, and I know that there was many people who've prayed even week before camp. Yep. Just even some people fasting over camp. Yeah. Um, just because they wanted to see something great. We haven't had camp what two in years. two years. Because of that was our second ever district youth event since COVID. Is that wild? Because we had the vic- they had the victory week, victory and week. then COVID happened. Yeah, Ugh. and then we went to having a Kansas back to school bash. Yeah, with brother Caleb Herring, shout out my boy. Hey. Um, and then literally only thing after that was then the Kansas senior camp. Yeah, with brother uh, Jacob Tapia. Yeah, and so let's let's talk about. First of all, let's talk about our the speaker that came in, brother Tapia, brother Jacob Tapia. He is actually a metro missionary. missionary yes, to for, Minneapolis. Yep, to Minneapolis, Minnesota. Wow, Minnesota. So actually, something interesting that I found out that we mm-hmm. all found out um, is that brother Tapia actually is planting his church 
while all the riots Dude. were happening in Minneapolis. Is that nuts? <laughs> and and so he was he was talking about how uh, he went to the place where George Floyd had passed away. Yeah. And there's a memorial there in Minneapolis for uh, George, George Floyd. Floyd. Yeah. And uh, he was there, and as he was standing on that place where he had passed away, he started crying, and he started looking back at all the riots and he yeah. looked at the burned buildings and he looked at the looted gas stations and across the street from the memorial there was yeah. a ho- uh, I, I call it a hog trough that's I, <laughs> hog it's trough. really more or less uh, just a watering station for horses yeah that's right and uh, there he said that he saw people getting Being baptized, baptized in yeah. Jesus name which is absolutely incredible man that even in the midst of chaos yeah. revival was breaking out and isn't that funny <laughs> How God seems to always do that. I know, man. There's always revival that breaks through chaos. Dude, come on. And and so Brother Tapia came and he preached. Uh, we, we had him scheduled for four nights of preaching. Yeah. Uh, and we'll get into a little later of what actually ended up happening. Yeah. But long story short is he preached to us three times. Three times. On um, uh, Monday night. Monday night. And then Wednesday, Wednesday night. night. And, and then Thursday morning. Thursday morning. Yeah. And uh, he gave, he he was very prepared. Uh, he interacted with oh, the yeah. campers. Phenomenal. He went into their dorm rooms. Dude, yeah. He ate with them at lunch. Uh, so he was just a very engaged. And I want to give a oh, shout out sure. to his podcast. Yeah. Uh, to um, something mentorship. <laughs> we'll get it out. We'll put it on yeah. uh, on our uh, social media. Yep, on our link. Go check it out. Absolutely. Um, he has interviews with people like Brother Pugh. Yeah, he dude. He has people with Brother Terry Shock. He has people with Brother, I think I saw one with Chester Wright on there. Dude. With Brother Chester Wright. Uh, anyway, I'm excited to listen to that podcast. Man, he does. Too. And he's got some, he's going to have some awesome uh, podcasts. Oh, uh, Brother Woodward's on there. Oh, really? Dude? So he has an interview with Brother Woodward. Wow. And so a uh, shout out to his podcast. We'll, we'll link it in the description below. But anyway, he did phenomenal for oh, us. You know, like uh, I've, I've heard from a lot of uh, guys there that he's probably, like you said, he was probably the most interactive uh, guest preacher, speaker, whatever you want to say that's come to our camps and I've been going to uh Kansas senior camp since 2012 <laughs> yeah. and uh compared uh he's probably been one of the most interactive it, him and brother Mark Brown oh did yeah a phenomenal job oh for sure for, for uh, we've had a, everybody that's came in has been phenomenal oh yes uh, but been anointed. That, that has definitely I, I was telling Brother Tapia. No, I don't know if I was tell, talk, telling him or I was telling somebody, but Brother, uh, I was telling Brother Saul Stephan. Mm-hmm. I told him I Shout said, Shout out you know, to Saul. <laughs> yeah. I was telling him, I said, you know, uh, here at Kansas, we actually have been spoiled because we had oh, Brother yeah. Mark Brown come and preach our senior camp solely for yeah, three, three years, years in a row. Yeah. And so he really set the standard high and he set the bar high. Oh, and he yeah. played, you know, with the kids and. And uh, and I'm in, I'm indebted to co- uh, multiple people in my life, but one of the people I am indebted to is Brother Mark Brown, yeah. uh, because he was the person that was preaching while Amen. while I was called to the ministry. So I am indebted to Brother Mark Brown and his ministry. I hope we can get him back one day. Absolutely, dude. we definitely will. But for I sure. I would say going through Brother Tapia, he went like. He went to every dorm, every guy's dorm. But he didn't go to the girls' dorms. That's right. <laughs> he went to the guys' dorms. And, uh, he, I didn't see him in the sixth grade dorms, but it's beca- it, I'm, I'm glad I don't he blame did. Him. Yeah, man, <laughs> that was a oh my goodness. I pray for those sixth graders <laughs> now. Hashtag uh, off. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> anyway, oh, man. we'll get into that later. Yeah, but um, camp shenanigans. Camp shenanigans, man, for sure. But yeah, I'm dude. I 
I'm, I'm thankful for his ministry because mm-hmm. he did a phenomenal job. Let, uh, let's talk about the first night then. Yep, Monday uh, night. Monday recap. night, uh, the anticipation was high, man. Like, everybody was oh, ready for for camp to start. You could have preached about butter and toast, and, and that place would have went up Explode. I know. <laughs> and um, he preached on... Uh, getting in touch getting, with God. Yeah, dude. Uh, I love that sermon so much because uh, it reflects so much to... Uh, with me right now on mm. building like building a discipline of prayer yeah. uh the fact that one way you get in touch with god is by prayer mm-hmm. and um it really that's what affected me so much is that i need a i mean yes i have a prayer life i know that and um i i have i build that discipline of reading but to get an a true understanding of why we do it a true mm. uh that you anybody can do it you know and through the flow and everybody can do it like a mundane and like get through it. But when you build a reason why you do it, mm-hmm. reason why you get in touch with God, there's definitely wow. um, patterns are definitely effective. Yeah. And so if you can find your pattern of prayer, uh, it is very, it's a very effective way mm-hmm. to pray. Yeah. And so, uh, he, one thing that I got from getting in touch with God was really just how, in tune we are with everything besides oh, yeah. God. Oh, for sure. We're in tune with media. We're in tune with what are our you, phones. Yeah. We're in tune with what music is out. We're in tune with YouTube. We're in tune with all these kind of things. And he was saying every... Brother Toppy was preaching about everything in this world is now touchable. Yeah. You know, you touch your car to start it. You touch your phone to open it. You, oh, yeah. You touch your door to open it, you know? And so everything we have now is just mm-hmm. so easily accessible it's and very so, accessible and, and and so he's talking about getting in touch with god we've got to make sure that we pray until we feel god amen we have to uh fast you know fast and and get in the word and oh, you know yeah. and, and don't leave until you get, get something out of get it something and so that was monday night and the kit i mean the campers and me included john mm-hmm. calvin included everybody yeah everybody everyone all the workers all the campers all <laughs> the preacher himself yeah oh uh, we all we all found our way we all pretty much were on our face yeah faces in the altar oh for sure God, making commitments he was preaching about making, making a commitment. commitment to god yeah we ha- we cannot leave here without making, making a commitment but making a commitment man and those kids made a commitment that oh. night because oh, yeah. every night after that there was not one kid that was in the back Mm-hmm. sitting down playing around they were yeah. all up front which was a beautiful thing to see oh for sure and oh, man i i think it was probably the one of the best opening nights we've had oh, ever for sure. for sure and um you know in, in times past i that just remind me of something uh, so can where we've been having our camp here of lately for kansas Hiawatha. is at this place called camp hiawatha Hi- and Hiawatha. we have too many kids for their tabernacle yeah <laughs> so we have been having church in a in gymnasium gym. yeah and so in years past they've had to put a divider yeah uh to block off the kids from trying to play basketball during church oh sure sure this year we haven't had that we didn't situation. have a divider there was not a single kid that was playing around that no. was talking they were all up front engaged with god oh yeah and it was it was so beautiful to see the growth of your district oh yeah i can say uh Ever since I've been, I, I remember the days when we would just be thankful to have like sixty something campers. You yeah, know, with in, including workers, including workers. That's like you know the sixties, and we're like, oh praise God, we're gonna have a phenomenal, phenomenal week at camp because we yeah. got sixty campers, yeah. sixty campers and staff. 
and to now knowing that uh, we had 130 campers and not including staff, not including staff, and we were filling that place up. Yeah, and, every some, night. and some people listening wow. now are like, "That's it, 130." Oh man, um, that's a that's a miracle. <laughs> that's a miracle for Kansas. <laughs> that really right. is. All jokes aside, uh, that is that is a miracle for Kansas. And 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 in the last three years, uh, Kansas camp has over doubled, doubled, yeah, in size. And, and so we are, we praise God for. Uh, uh, we praise God yeah. for a double portion. And add on top of that, with that 130, including their focus on God, uh, that there was not any distractions. Man. I don't. I don't think um, as a as as a dorm dad this year, like my focus was with those sixth graders to make sure that they were up, that yeah. they were you know that they weren't sleeping, that they weren't distracting anybody. But yeah. they were just focused on on the word. They were yeah. focused on where they were. Yeah. And those are the younger. Those kids. are the young kids. Yeah. Um, and so. I know you've had a you had a little bit of uh, oh yeah oh, shenanigans yeah. going on your dorm, Man. but on the uh, I was a dorm dad on the for the older kids for, I I say older nine or yeah ninth and tenth grade yeah boys, and uh, I'm talking every single night those kids were asking when are we going to do our devotion in the dorms Wow are we going he, One of the kids said um, one of the kids he, I was laying in my bed and he goes brother Trey we didn't do our devotion. Wow! So he got me up out of bed, <laughs> and we did you the de- out. <laughs> and we did the devotion. If that lets you know just how hungry those Man, kids they were, are. hungry dude. Um, and so we we had an absolute wow uh, blast. And we and we're gonna tell some of the stories yeah. that happened in the in the dorm rooms because oh, yes. that that's what makes camp. Oh, for sure. Uh, yes, you know, being in church is the number one thing. Being in those services, you know, get Holy Ghost outpouring and all yeah. kinds of stuff. But you know, those those kids do remember that. Mm-hmm. But not, I'm not going to say more importantly, but also second to that, they remember the relationships that they, they built, built at camp. Exactly. Uh, and it's important for a district to build relationships, relationships. at camp. Yeah. I posted something on my Instagram that said one of the greatest hindrances to a move of God at a youth camp is is clicks. Oh, yeah. I remember reading that. And um, Which is very true, dude. Yeah. Oh, man. It is. And I remember praying and God and God told me that. And so one of my jobs this year... I say jobs. One of the goals I set for myself was to integrate all the kids with each other. Yeah. But when I got there, I didn't have to do that. Mm. Those kids integrated. There was not a single click. Yeah. Everybody talked to each other. Everybody hung out together. Everybody took care of each other. Yeah. And because of that, we had an absolute sovereign move of Praise God. God. Yeah, dude. I, I, I would say with the high school guys for sure. Uh, I mean, I wish we can had like one of the uh, dorm moms come in and talk to us about the girls side, but I, we're we're you know we were with the guys majority of the time, but yeah, uh, it seemed that within that high school age, uh, not only just hyphen above like the senior high school, yeah. you know, the her seniors and going to college, but that's that high school age was such a foundation this year. Oh, for that sure. They were they were the ones that were at. They were the first ones at the altar. They yeah. were the first ones worshiping. Yep. They were also the first ones who would, you know, be willing to do something if there was asked or yeah. were the, you know, like it was, it was really cool to understand that what was like the same, we're not going down, you know, yeah, the church, this is, not church is not going down and having them to be the, being the foundation of, of the guy side and realizing that they built consecrations this week. This and uh, built in commitments this week to saying that I'm going to continue to start building my relationship with God. Absolutely, made it, it encouraged me. Yeah, of course, knowing like did. this this ain't going down. We're 
like, and this will, I'm going to segue into this because yeah. this connects perfectly. I want to give you a little bit of uh, church history yeah. uh, for the Kansas district. So I, I'll say camp history. Camp I won't go history. to church. I'll just say camp history. Yeah. So a long time ago, <laughs> before me or John Calvin were ever even thought of, yeah. <laughs> uh, at, at Kansas camp, there was a preacher, and I doubt anybody knows who this preacher is. His name's Billy Cole. Y'all probably don't. Never heard of Billy Cole. Billy Cole. <laughs> no, but Brother Billy Cole came. Everybody knows who Brother Billy yeah. Cole is. Uh, one of the one of the one of the you know yeah, one yeah. of the foundational men of God yes. in the United Pentecostal Church. Um, so Brother Billy Cole came and he actually prophesied to the Kansas district at Kansas camp mm-hmm. that the spirit of preeminence has taken over Kansas yeah. and that there will be a great falling away. And so a district went from 55 or so churches yeah. down to like 10 churches. Very So low. it split the entire, I mean, the entire district of Kansas completely fell apart and crumbled. Yeah. And it was detrimental to the youth of Kansas. Yeah. And so um, that's why I made a comment earlier about how some people are going to say well, 130 kids, that's it. Yeah. Well, when you when you're used to having 40 to 50 to 60 kids, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden now your district has grown to over 130 yeah. campers, just campers, not workers. Mm-hmm. That is a miracle from God, and it, it shows is. us that that spirit of preeminence has has left, left. Yeah. The, the district of Kansas, and yeah. we've never been more unified in our entire life. It, yeah. And so it goes to show in the youth. Because you can tell the trends in in your district by your youth. Oh, yeah. And the spirit of preeminence was not felt not no. once at senior camp. No. None of the kids thought they were better than another person. No kids bragged about their church. My church is better than this yeah. church. That my church. None of that was even heard or thought of. And then there was churches integrating with other churches, That's which right. was absolutely incredible. I, I said, it. this was cool to me, was uh, I went, when I was in that sixth grade in, the, in our in our dorm, I literally the majority of those got, kids was like, "What church do you go to?" Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know what ch- what church they went to because they were yeah. so new. And yeah. like it encouraged me to know that, oh man, there these kids are not, come from a completely other church that just started not too long ago. That just started, you know, let's say less than five years ago, or yeah. they're just now gr- having revival. Yeah, and uh, that excited me so much <laughs> it's a beautiful thing to see yeah when churches in your district are growing yeah and the the, the main like the main people who'd worship yeah. were not like the main people there were it was like everyone worshiped yeah. it wasn't like oh you got to wait until so-and-so to go up there before yeah. everybody else starts worshiping yeah. it was like it didn't matter who it was if somebody yeah. can't went up there to worship everybody <laughs> went up there to worship yeah if ever if somebody picked up that victory flag everybody <laughs> ran around with the victory flag yeah. it was it was a beautiful thing to yeah, see yeah man uh and you know piggybacking piggybacking on that uh <laughs> the victory flag it was it was it was really <laughs> awesome to watch yeah that um that kids from kids from their youth yeah we're not hanging out with the kids that they go to youth with. I mm-hmm. mean, if you look at all the groups, like you were saying, how yeah. everybody was so together, so integrated, so yeah. mixed. All of our kids from our youth were hanging out with kids from, you know, yeah. Arc City, Salina, yeah. Dodge City, Topeka. Yeah. And I mean, it was just, it was a beautiful thing to see. You know, when, when, when the spirit of unity is so profound in your youth, yeah. you can look forward and know we are getting ready to have a phenomenal revival. Amen. And, I believe that. And so... That's that, why. That's why I say the only thing that we do now is just going up. That's right. When you're unified, next thing is now to edify each other because it's, you're not you're not preeminent over your own self. Yep. Your only thing that you have now is to build 
each other up to what what God has built us up to. And so his, leading his foundation, leading into that, the spirit, yeah. the spirit of unity. Tell us about what happened on Tuesday night, man. Oh my goodness, the sovereign God, sovereignty of God, bro, Absolutely. fell into that place. Amen. I, oh uh, man, like. I mean, I, 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 I don't want to just take over, you know, because like I, 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 it, it, it affected me so much because I, I, I don't want wisdom for right now, uh, but <laughs> it didn't matter when we, when we started worshiping, when we started worshiping God, man, it, you can just feel the presence of God fall in that place. Mm. And, um, from the front to the back somebody was worshiping and yeah. so, and we were so in tune with God at that moment that we didn't care what what were the protocols for that night we didn't care what was the situation people were spirit led mm-hmm. the people were praying for other people people were um people were laying hands people that I never thought who would lay hands on other people were laying hands on people mm-hmm. and that that was just the just the beauty of how unified we were and with with it was like just it was really to me it was like feeling like we had an Ephesians 4 type of feeling mm. where where were we all unified with the spirit and what came to being that you saw the prophets you saw the teachers you saw the fivefold ministry started to become into the equipping of the saints and you started seeing people use their ministry around mm. people yeah. and started using themselves and started pulling the pulling mm. themselves and then it became a edifying yeah and lifting up ever lifting up the name of jesus oh man i could talk man you know what i'm saying uh I, and i'm gonna add to that and then we'll continue to go yeah well, when you say laying on hands on people i was i remember sometimes one, uh, one of the moments in there before everything really just like took off yeah you know it was like uh, i was standing there in the altar just i just wanted to look like it's yeah. one of those services where you just like just look around like <laughs> yeah. man what's going <laughs> like, on god is good <laughs> yeah. and so i was i was standing there and watching and um bubs our little cousin bubs oh yeah bubby i watched him i watched him i'm not playing do a, a hop step reach back <laughs> his hand and just absolutely just smack <laughs> someone's head with his hand just laid laid his hands on that person's head bro and it was and you know to pentecostals that's beautiful hop yeah. steps slap and, and, and he got that dude by the head put a vice grip on him and the moment <laughs> bubs laid hands on that dude boom i mean that kid just went out like wow. just started praying and so it was a beautiful thing to see, to, to see people that are not uh that are not that that yeah begin to flourish in their ministry mm-hmm. and that get that get comfortable get comfortable with what god is wanting them and to be led by the spirit, spirit of god yeah. And they were obedient to that. Yeah. When, when God commanded them, they were obedient to yeah. do it. And, oh, dude, uh, I, I love the song that what really just pushed to that, what can I do? I can't live yeah. without that. That song that, like, we, we were focused on not ourselves. It mm-hmm. wasn't about ourselves. It was about God. Yeah. And that we, we all, oh, dude, like, the, the beauty behind what happened. And I loved how uh, when uh, I saw Brother Tapia go up there, and he said, "If you <laughs> cracked me up, dude." He said, "If any of y'all have not received the gift of the Holy Ghost, come up to the front. Come up to the front." And I, no one was like, <laughs> "Everybody was up, already up there." Or everyone was already up there, and they were just like, you know, everybody was just ministering at that time. And he's like, "Praise God!" <laughs> <laughs> and he just sits the mic down. Uh, that and see, 
uh, I love <laughs> I love how he didn't try to take over that service. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's a beautiful thing, and I said this in the bonfire devotion. It's a beautiful thing to see when nobody can take credit for for the move of God. Yes. When when the only person that you can give credit to is God. God. Yeah. And God had His way. Yeah. And I remember, I mean, just looking at all of the kids. I mean. That night alone, we had over 10 kids receive the gift of the Holy Amen. Ghost with yeah. the evidence of speaking, speaking with tongues. other tongues. Yeah. And uh, that's, and one certain, no one preached. No one did. No one preached. Not I at mean, all. really, they sang, and then even during song service, they had to stop singing and just the whole place, whole just place had to shut get, down. Yeah. And we had over 10 kids receive the, the gift Holy of the Ghost. Holy Ghost. Yeah. You can always tell, uh, uh, you can always see the growth and tell when a district is growing yeah. by how many kids get the Holy Ghost at senior camp or yeah. at any camp in general. Mm-hmm. And uh, on that one night, we had over ten, we had ten kids get the gift of the Holy Ghost. And yeah. not only that, but I asked the kids by a show of hands, how many of you came to service with pain in your body or pain in your in your mind? Yeah, because mental pain is a real, real thing. thing. Yeah, and I said, lift your hands, and we had thirty kids lift their hands yeah. they were either spiritually healed or physically healed. healed yeah and so god just had his way we he had, had it. it we and and well I, this is gonna uh, talk about the god healing people yeah man let's segue into wednesday night because brother tapia didn't get a preach on tuesday night yeah. god moved and healed and the miraculous hand of god touched amen people so let's segue into yeah. wednesday night and talk about what happened i can tell you one thing when we started when we started wednesday night um we uh we had prayer at the beginning and we were all unified. Yeah, we were all like, even to the point like that Monday morning. I'll say you can see. You, um, let me let me let me just build a little foundation real quick. When I say, um, Friday when we had prayer before camp, mm-hmm. I was talking with uh Hannah and Giselle, and um I said to I said after. After I said it's going to just going to go builds up and builds up. I even said probably even after Tuesday, it's just going to just build up and build up and build up to the point where it's just going to be, you know, whatever yeah. God's going to do. And from Monday when we for, when we started our pre-ser, pre our, our oh my goodness words uh, when we started pre-service prayer on Monday to Wednesday night pre-service prayer, <laughs> yeah, it was anointed yeah. like. All the girls were praying with each other, and they were all together. And then all of a sudden, all the boys were with each other, and they were unified. And, uh, I mean, I felt from God when, that there was going to be an expectations of miracles, signs, and wonders that night. And that there were going to be people that were going to get healed. I just had this expectation. I had an expectation that people were going to get the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And... Um, I dude, I just it felt you can just feel the this the heaviness of God in that room. Amen. And then when when Nathan went up there, it just kept on building. And then you got up there and you started doing the you started praying, and it just started building and building and building until we started with service. Oh my goodness, Prayer, worship service was like on fire. <laughs> Sister Haney is the, I, I call we her, love Sister Sister Haney, Haney man. I, she is the. The apostolic Whitney Houston, bro. That's oh a, man, <laughs> like she's the best thing to come out of TBC. C- come on now, <laughs> <laughs> and um, we uh, had um, Brother Tapia come and preach on uh, Half Iron Man. Yeah, and oh, dude, let's hang on. I'm gonna pause ahead, right there. Pause it. He preached on the Half Iron Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then yeah. that morning, that morning, dude, Brother Dusty Young preached on 
almost apostolic, apostolic. doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> the same, same message same preached twice, twice the same day. <laughs> Beautiful. Dude, I was not expecting that at Beautiful. all. Beautiful. <laughs> dude. And um dude, like when he started preaching that you can't you can't be half iron. Yeah. And um actually what <laughs> this was kinda of funny. Um, we go when he pulled me up from the front row and pulled my jacket off. I literally was thinking, "Is my shirt ironed right now?" <laughs> hey, yeah, that's hilarious, dude. Man. I was like, I'm like, I was like, kind of got a little insecure for a second. Like, praise God, just looking around. <laughs> um, you know, what's funny about that is, uh, I that was kind of a funny moment of Brother Tapia coming up and pulling someone out. Yeah, I don't know if it was that night or if it was that next morning. Oh, that morning when he got up and he kissed. <laughs> When he kissed uh, little <laughs> Oliver <laughs> on the head, dude, that caught everybody off guard, dude. That was—I don't know if he actually planned that or if the momentum just kept going and he accidentally kissed him yeah. on the on the on the forehead, or know, maybe man. it was on the cheek. I wasn't there, man. I, he, it was hilarious. It was though. a holy kiss. I could tell yeah, you that. Tell you what, I, it was. He hilarious. treated him with a holy kiss, <laughs> but he. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so going back to Wednesday night, yeah, he preached on half uh, iron. Yep, man. you can't walk. With God, you can't have one foot in the church and, and one, one foot, foot with, yeah, in the world. world. Yeah, there's no such thing as Pentecostal peekaboo. Is there's what I not. got out of it. No, and um, man, come on now. And so what he was preaching, he was preaching to all of us. If you're gonna get in this thing, get in this thing, get and into stay it. in this thing. Yeah, and uh, you've got to you've got to get in the church and stay in the church. You yeah. can't walk for God and live for the world. You yeah. can't praise God on Sunday night and then Go. smoke pot on Monday morning. Yeah, you got to say that, but basically, yeah, and so. He was preaching on the half iron man and he tells a story about one time when he was he was out preaching in the church. Yeah. And uh he got up and he was trying to get people involved and mm-hmm. engaged and he pulled up a man out of his seat mm-hmm. and he said, Brother, give me your give me your suit jacket. Yeah. And while while the, the guy begrudgingly took off his suit jacket, was making faces, was huffing and puffing, he didn't want to give up his suit jacket. Yeah. So anyway, he gave it to Brother Tapia, and Brother Tapia <laughs> was preaching with it, slapping the floor, doing this all kind of stuff. <laughs> and while he was preaching, the whole time, the man, the guy that he took the suit jacket from was yeah. just making faces at him, you know, all mad and all whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so later to they come to out. find out, the yeah. man was saying, uh, you know, Brother Tapia, he's the reason... He goes, you picked the one night where I, <laughs> I decide that I'm going to iron just the, front, the, the front. front panel of the shirt. Yeah. And the entire backside <laughs> is all wrinkled. Man, um, what an illustration, man. And so, you know, <laughs> it talks, you know, yeah. And so it was just a beautiful, it was a great illustration. Yeah. Let's move into the miracles that happened on Wednesday yeah, man. night. Well, so we had notable miracles. We had, um, I remember um, we, we, we've been praying for Bryce, bro. Yeah. Dude, this, this blew me away. We've been praying for Bryce uh, all week. He has, uh, by the time that you're listening to this on Tuesday, he has a hip replacement. On Tuesday? It's on Tuesday. Um, in Jesus' in name. In Jesus' name, he, it's going to be a quick recovery. I yep. know that for sure. I I, I mean, he God was healing him at that in that camp. <laughs> in that, at the entirety at of that the camp. the entirety of that Beautiful. camp. Beautiful. And, I, yeah. and um, I, I remember... Um, we we were and he's actually listening to this podcast too. Shout so. out Bryce! Shout out Bryce! Uh, and um, we we were right after right after we started finishing worship, uh, we all started praying for him. Like, and he I sat right next to him, yeah. Uh, and he said to me, he said, "Hey man, I feel like no pain right now <laughs> on my hip." 
And I was like, bro, what? <laughs> he said, yeah, I feel like nothing right now. And he, he made that decision, and he said, I, if it's if God heals me tonight, he heals me tonight. If he doesn't, then I got a quick recovery from right now with what the healing that I have right now. Absolutely. And it was incredible that he you can already hear that that testimony that pulls out. I don't feel anything right at this moment. I feel I, – I don't feel and the pain. And he has, I think, two screws two in screws. his hip. Yes, dude. At, and he said, I don't feel any pain. So watch what happens. Wow. Watch what happens. The Spirit of God moves in that place. People yeah. start laying hands on one laying another. And hands. I remember watching, uh, it was Duncan. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Neil, his brother Neil. Yeah. And uh, it was somebody, I, it, but Duncan I saw first was the one to lay hands on him at first. Yeah. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this kid that has two screws in his hips, that starts, is on a scooter yes. all week. All week, He's on bro. a scooter. Yeah. Starts jumping, jumping. up yeah. and down. And the place looks. And his crazy. little brother, Neil, looks back and he, he looks at it and he <laughs> screams, What? <laughs> anyway, long story short, someone grabs, grabs the victory, victory flag, flag. and Bryce <laughs> snatches the flag. He says, Give me a flag. Give and the, the boy that's supposed to have a hip, a hip replacement, replacement on Tuesday runs the aisles. Yeah. And the whole place Just erupts explodes. with praise. Man, dude, it was incredible. When every person, bro, started running with him. <laughs> oh, man. It, it was beautiful. We had another yeah. kid that his finger was like messed up. Messed up, yeah. And he starts bending and he's like, My finger's healed. Talk about, let's talk about Peyton with his hand. Peyton had, had a, a swollen hand. Peyton had a swollen hand. Yeah. We laid hands, hands on, on his on hand. Him. When he's, he got back to the dorm, he goes, He, he literally screams. He goes, <gasps> Brother Trey, I'm like, what? He's like, my look hand. at my hand. Yeah, dude. look at my hand, brother. Uh, brother. Uh, oh my goodness, just lost his name for a second. Oh my lord, this isn't good. From Fort Scott. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Praise him, brother Hillhouse. There it is. Oh, brother Hillhouse. He came into church that Wednesday, yeah. feeling sick and didn't. He didn't, couldn't even walk. Couldn't even walk, and then he walks out there just healed in the name he of Jesus. He jumps up and he goes, <laughs> "I feel better." I feel bad. And um, we had that, man. Let's oh, talk man. about this. God physically healed people on that Amen. service. And then to cap it all off, service begins, and all of a sudden we hear this, these metal doors opening in the back. Yeah. And here comes my bald dad. Oh, my goodness. Walking. He just plugs <laughs> through, and I'm like, there's my dad. And then behind him is 20, 20. kids from our buses. Dude, that's incredible. And two of them got the Holy Ghost Amen. on Wednesday night. Dude. None of them had ever been in a service like that. And there was yeah. one girl that had not even come to our church, not to Teen Outreach. Yeah. She just, she saw the white van that my dad was driving with, and she yeah. saw her friends were getting on, going to church camp. She goes, I'm going to go too. Wow. And we had, we had kids off of bus ministry come Man. in and get the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Dude. We have two kids right now that on Sunday are going to get baptized Praise in the name of God. Jesus Christ. That's incredible. And there's another kid that is at our church. His name is T.T. T-T. He comes up to me and says, Brother Trey, I want to get baptized. And yeah. on Sunday, Brother T.T. is going to get baptized Praise in the name of God. Jesus Christ. Dude, that's incredible. I um, I remember um, there was that moment with, uh, I, I don't want to say the boy's name, mm-hmm. but uh, when Brother um, brother brother Haney went to him and he got the Holy Ghost. Oh, yeah. Dude, he he was in my, in my, um, in my dorm. He was one of my, one of my boys. And he comes in, he, he came in, he was on a Bible, he's part of a Bible study, and he came in with just a bag and a pillow. Yeah. And it, it just got me so much that that's all he brought. Yeah. And um, for a week of camp, <laughs> for a week a of camp, bring a pillow. pillow. That's it. He didn't even have socks, man. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And um, 
the whole week it just got me just the fact it's like I need to help him you know yeah. I, I went and f- tried to find a pillow or pr- I found a blanket for him mm-hmm. I came to him and I said hey man you are you know if you need anything let me know type of thing and he's yeah. just you know really quiet and all that and um I said you're not insignificant man it's like yeah. like the those people that came into ch- those camps bro those are the ones that a lot of people will neglect that a lot of people will put to the side because yeah. they don't feel like they can help him with anything and i remember him coming that there was that month or the wednesday night when he when we started when they started praying for him he's lifting his hands and brother haney prays for him he says talks about that's the love of god that's that's flowing in you right now that's the love of god and he started just to weep mm-hmm. and he receives the gifts of the holy ghost at that moment yeah and it got me dude i was excited i was like i felt like a proud you <laughs> dorm know dad. dorm dad i told him I'm, I'm a proud dorm dad and you know what's awesome is that a kid in my dorm his name is aj yeah shout out to my little homie aj he didn't have the holy ghost either wow and um he comes up he he's actually in the like sitting down yeah, at the yeah, time. Yeah. and then I oh, think yeah. brother Tapia that came and laid hands on him mm-hmm. and then brother Haney was there and uh, he got re- he received the yeah, gift of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And he comes back to the dorm and he goes, You guys won't believe it. <laughs> I'm like, Well he goes, I got the Holy Ghost. I spoke with other tongues. <laughs> he goes, and guess what? You know what? Yeah. I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> was, he's the one that testified that and morning. And he testified. This kid Dude. is 14 years old, 13 years old. He yeah. testifies. He goes, uh, <laughs> he goes. I, I know I'm uh, kind of awkward. Yeah. He goes, but uh, if you get to know me, I'm really a nice guy. Right. And then he's like, yeah, I used to be addicted to drugs. <laughs> He goes and and I before I came to camp and dude oh, I started man. crying I'm not gonna lie dude. I was just I'm a little baby man. when it comes to this kind of stuff but anyway he come and he's he's testifying and he goes before I came to camp he goes I didn't even believe God was real wow and he goes I want to tell you guys something he's real amen and I like it I like it and I got the Holy Ghost amen and he dude, goes that was amazing not bye 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 yeah <laughs> and he gives another he, kid the mic. he said he, he he was walking down Wednesday right when he got the Holy Ghost we were yeah. all heading back to our dorms. I he just walks right by me, looks at me, and he says, "Man, I'm happy." <laughs> That's all he said. I said, "I'm proud of you, bro." He said, "He's like, man, I never felt this before. I'm happy, man." He said, "I don't know what this is from, but I'm happy." <laughs> he walked back to the dorm, and dude, oh my goodness, man, that was awesome. that was incredible. We yeah, we had dorm <laughs> devotions. Yeah, let's had, talk about that. We had um, we had. I mean, talk about just a move of God in the yeah. dorms. It didn't just stop while it was at church. Yeah. But we had kids come and confess their faults to us. Yeah. You know, they felt comfortable where they could tell us what addictions that they were going yeah. through. And I remember one night we had that happen. Some kids, all of the kids came up and were telling me mm-hmm. and Brother Nathan about addictions that they were battling. Yeah. And they lifted up their hands and in the dorm room, I mean, we just had a massive move of God. Yeah. Kids were coming up and, and we're like, I want you to put filters. I want you to do wow. this. I want you to do that. He goes, I'm all of them there. We're, we're, we're just done living this way. Yeah. You know, focus, and I feel the Holy Ghost right now, but those kids that were ninth graders yeah. going into ninth grade, mm-hmm. they made up in their minds that week that yeah. I'm not leaving until I Changed. changed yeah and they came with that mentality of i don't care what happens yeah. i don't care if we swim i don't care if we go zip lining i don't care what we do yeah i am leaving here changed amen you know um on my end uh this is the first time um that i was without any of you guys yeah you know i felt so, i i i wanted to be with you and nathan and yeah. mcquay and you know it's it like to me i was like i don't want to be with six <laughs> i really don't want to yeah but uh I I 
I shout out to Sister Jamie who put me there. I figured out who it was, and she yeah. just she just put me with Brother Bankins, and yeah. I believe it was it was ordained by God for you know a specific reason, and um, uh, I walked in there with you know 12, 13, uh, 12, 13, 13, 12, 13 year olds, and uh, these sixth graders, sixth seventh graders, and um, I struggled the first time because I I mean I had brother Bankins with me but he was doing a lot of other stuff and I have all these kids coming from me and uh, I I was like man I gotta figure this out you know I wanted to do devotionals that first night but man those kids were high high wired they were high. <laughs> they were <laughs> high what were, were, were you high. giving them in the dorm <laughs> John Calvin nothing <laughs> <laughs> they were they were so wired up and yeah. uh, but I went to brother Mike and I said brother Mike who is the like goat of doing <laughs> devotionals like yeah. this man is straight up. He will. He he. Don't matter who it is. He's gonna have them quiet and listening and yeah. actually get in, interacted with it. And I came to him and say, "How in the world do you do it?" You know, I was like, "I wanted to do it, but at the same time, I just wanted just the, you know, <laughs> who knows what I wanted to do." <laughs> There's no telling. There ain't no telling. And um, I I said, "What what'd you do?" He said, "He said you just gotta give them together, and you have to if it's 15 minutes." It doesn't have to be an hour. And that was in my mind. I was like, I got to do this for, you know, I wanted the exact same length as what you guys do in y'all's devotional. So he said, if it's just 15 minutes, 15 minutes. Yeah. And that Tuesday night, we get together. And I had in my mind, I was like, we're going to do one. You know, the Holy Ghost felt uh, so strong. And I know most of these kids have never been in a service like that before. And I just want to know what their thoughts were. And what it came down to be is I got all those kids together and they sat down. And what I thought was going to be 15 minutes took about an hour of just talking about what happened throughout the whole day of our testimonies and the power of the name of Jesus and uh, talking about your testimony is powerful. Yeah. Um, and then I remember at the fit or as we finished that Joel was telling me about a testimony that he had and um, he came to me after and he said, can I tell you my testimony? I'm like, sure. Yeah. Tell me your testimony. And it wasn't really a testimony. It was just really what he saw from somebody <laughs> else, you know, type of thing, which it's good to know that, that they're looking at those yeah. type of things that they're realizing I need a test that there's a testimony and a little side note. I love how sister Haney talked about, even when God kept you out of things, that's, that's a testimony. That's, that's the greatest, greatest testimony. testimony. And many of those kids are like that are PKs and, been in church all their life you had a lot of those kids in your. i walk. did a lot of kids that are already in, in church. church yeah and uh i told joel i was like man your testimony is what god got you out of what god did for you and with god kept you out of and all these type of things and he and he got to the point where you saw you saw those kids their thoughts changed where they were more into receiving that mm-hmm. and not like oh you know i'm at camp i can do whatever but they got realizing they got intentional with that like yeah you're right and we you saw a shift between that and that Wednesday um when Joel went up there he got healed yeah. he, he got healed uh from there were some things going on with chest, chest and all breathe. that he couldn't breathe and he came to me he said he said brother JC he said I, I think I got a testimony from God now. I see what God did for me. And it got me super excited because I was like, praise God, Joel. That's amazing. That's like, you don't forget those type of yeah. things. And man, it makes me proud. You know, it makes me proud. to. Ha- it, it made me proud to 
the get the appreciation of what an actual dorm dad is. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, yeah, dude. Um, we're almost done. Let's talk about um some crazy stuff that happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's 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 get let's get, let's uh, get into step it. out of the spiritual for a second. Oh my goodness, no, we um. <laughs> <laughs> you go first, dude. I don't know. Oh my goodness. Oh well. Um, so the power of God moved. Power of God moved, and <laughs> we had a we had a fantastic, uh, um, fantastic Wednesday night, um, dude. I don't think I got one hour. Like I, oh my goodness, I averaged about four hours of sleep that week, <clears throat> dude. I'm I not gonna say. lie. This morning. I woke up at one o'clock. Did you? Um, yeah. Not, oh, I, mean, I woke up a little late, early, and, and then I went back to sleep. Yeah, so. man. And oh, dude, it was just it was team no sleep. Oh, for facts, man. Yeah. I don't even understand how I, I woke up at like eleven thirty, and I was like, how am I? How did I wake up so early? Like yeah. I wanted to go back to bed. <laughs> and um, so yeah, we had it. There was one. It's, it's not funny, but it was like. It was just a camp shenanigan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah. We had kids that were uh, oh my goodness playing with like water bottles. Yeah, got too far, and one kid decided that he was gonna grab a bottle of bug spray. Oh, bug off, spray, dude. And he was gonna go and pepper and, and, and show kids what pepper spray <laughs> was like. <laughs> yeah. So he pepper sprayed. He off sprayed some eyes. kids' eyes. Oh my goodness! And uh, so that was really the only incident that I can think of that was Man, actually kind of just like I, oh goodness. I got to, and uh, just to say it was in my group. It, it was, was in John Calvin's I became, dorm. I became. I. I felt what a dorm dad was on both spectrums of of that week that you know oh, i I've, I've never used my like you know that voice before and dude <laughs> that <laughs> all those kids dude at like i remember we were in uh you were with me we're in the, i i walked into the gym just to get some trash bags because we're yeah. cleaning up and we're just having a good time talking and when those boys come in there I literally just dropped what we said, yeah. and I went straight to that room. Yeah, and man, they got <laughs> quiet after that moment. And yeah, then, uh, that was hilarious. Oh my goodness, we we it wasn't hilarious, but it was it was funny to watch yeah. John Calvin's reaction. Oh man, because it was like he got the news, <laughs> and it was like, man, whose cat just died? Yeah, he was like so like. I, I felt bad for him because we didn't have any Yo. incidents in the guys' yeah. dorms. <laughs> the only thing that I can say is this: that um, I had a message. From a kid that this was his very first senior camp yeah. ever, and uh, I'm not gonna say who it was, but he sends me a message on uh, on messaging go or on text message goes, "Hey brother Trey," he goes, "So, um, how do I is no Hey brother Trey, is there refrigerators in the dorms?" Oh, and, yeah. and I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, "No, there's not." I was like, "But if you're talking about trying to keep a cold like." Your drink's cold. Just yeah. bring a cooler with ice, and it'll be good the rest of the week. Yeah. He goes, well, I have a mini fridge. Is there electricity? <laughs> and I was like, dude, you're not bringing a mini <laughs> fridge to senior camp. He goes, okay, uh, d- well, they have toilet paper. And I'm like, uh, well, that's, a, that's actually a good, good question. question. <laughs> bring your own if you want to. Yeah. So, anyway, so the first night, we're, we're going into the dorms, and the kid that said, I have a mini fridge. Well, dude, he mm. was not kidding. He had a mini he fridge. He brought a mini fridge oh to the goodness. dorm room and he goes, This is my mini fridge. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, Dude, oh that's wild. Goodness. So that's first camp. Yeah. That's first that's a first time campers questions uh one oh one. Dude, I had so many like random questions from those little kids about like <laughs> um it's like, Can I go back to my room? 
uh, can I sleep in my room? I was like, oh yeah, you can definitely sleep in your room. And they're like, no, no, I don't want to go sleep in my room. When are we going to? When are we going to lunch? Can I call my mom? Can I call my mom? And dude, oh dude, I I'll tell you this, and I I mean you can relate with this man. Yeah. This I I walk into our dorm. Our dorm was open, but all those sixth graders thought it was closed, so they always came to me, and we had it all open. And I walk in there, and Wyatt, one of the boys, was sitting on his phone really quietly, and he's just talking and. And I had one of the boys behind me, and he looks over, and he's like, ah! and he clicks the, turns it off. I was like, was he talking to some girl or something like that? And I was like, who are you talking to? He said, I, I was talking to my mom. <laughs> and he hung, up on, he hung up on his mom. I said, bro, you can continue talking to his mom. I said, I just want my friends to you know make fun of me because I'm talking to my mom. I was like, bro, I talk to my mom every day. You could talk to her, man. <laughs> I, I, in my mind, I was like, oh, no, he's talking to somebody. Like, like okay, a thirteen-year-old. What, what is our time? Because if if I have enough, forty-eight minutes. Okay, I'll tell this one story and then we'll close <laughs> on this. Uh, it's not even a story. It's more or less just a observation. Yeah. But two years ago, most of I'll say seventy-five percent of these kids didn't have leg hair. Dude, yeah. they came back, and I mean, these kids are shaving. <laughs> they have leg hair, armpit hair. I know. And now, all of a sudden, they like girls. Dude, facts. And so. There was so many. There were so many. <laughs> two guys. years can make a big difference. Dude, two man. years can change your life. <laughs> so if you're if you're dating if you're not dating yet and you're older, you have time. Yes, because it only takes two, two years. years. Oh, it takes two years. Uh, so anyway, so yeah. I, I mean, I'm looking back and I'm talking to our youth pastor, brother Mike, and I'm like, these kids have leg hair, armpit hair, <laughs> beards, and now they like girls. I'm like, this is crazy. Wild, Because these kids two years ago were the same ones that thought girls were nasty. Yeah, man. So now all of a sudden there's like 13 pairs of kids that are like courting at senior camp. Oh, my god. And it's like, you know, it's like, do we stop them or it's like, or or do we just just let them? My grandpa said, well, I'd rather them court girls Girls than boys. (laughs) (laughs) So so anyway, it was just crazy to see. How everything happened yeah. the past two man. years. This was wow. kind of our recap over senior camp. Yeah, man. It was just a fun, awesome, blessed time. We had oh, a dude. great time in the Word. The Spirit of God moved, and yeah. my life is forever changed. Yeah. I got one thing to say. If any sixth grader out there is listening to this, follow God and take showers. That's all I and ask. Where deodorant. And wear deodorant. Dude, oh my goodness. That's, James wore hey, He wore the same clothes for three days, dude. I said, bro, you got to have extra clothes, man. You got to have some extra clothes. At least I threw him in the shower. That's all. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> well, this has been the uh, Steadfast Devotion hey, Podcast. Man, this has this been book. a this has been a great a great time. Hey, Thank you guys for yeah. joining in with us. I'll, this is one last time. Amen. This upcoming week, by the time you're listening to this, I'll be getting my license. Yes. And uh, our next episode, we're going to have a special guest from Oklahoma. Going to jump in and awesome. talk about her testimony. Awesome! So praise God. Well, lots are a lot of things are changing. Yeah, man. God is on the move. God is on the move. <laughs> Keep your eyes up. Have a have an awesome time this year. Yeah. I pray that everybody had a great time Amen. at their senior camps Amen. at their youth camps. And you know what? Like and subscribe. Like like and subscribe uh, at the Steadfast Evo. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to review. Check out all of our other podcasts that we shout out at the beginning. They will be. 
totally worth listening to. And I want to give one last great shout out to Brother Jacob Tapia. Thank you so much for coming and ministering the word of God to us. We appreciate you. We love you. And our prayers are out for your your missions work. Amen. And for the city of Minneapolis. Let God lead you and guide you. And we love you. And hashtag trend that word. Hashtag trend the word. We got three words that we want to leave you off with. You have purpose. God bless. See you guys.